Perpetual Profit teaches coaching companies how to create reoccurring profit so their owners can live with flexibility and freedom. We obsess about business so you can focus on your passion. Hosted by veteran business coach and fitness entrepreneur, Chris Thorndike. Welcome everybody out there. Uh, we'll give these guys a few minutes, Kyle, to hop on here. But today, uh, for those of you guys joining us or listening on podcast, uh, we're talking about the problem of running too many, pro uh, too many programs and the potential it causes for confusing your members. And uh, we're going to dive into this problem and get down to the root of it. Kyle, how are you feeling today about this topic and uh, how are you doing? I'm blessed and grateful today, but about this topic, I'm really excited to dive into this one today because I think, you know, over the last year, I've had a wonderful opportunity to speak with about 200 gym owners, and I would say at least half of them have run into this as an issue in terms of they are just not certain why they are struggling, even though they're offering so many different things for so many different people. And so I'm really excited to touch base with uh, you on this one today because I know that we can offer some clarity around this and really help people get, get an understanding as to how they can leverage this idea and really get themselves to where they want to be in their business and in their lifestyle. So really excited today, Chris. Cool. So let's let's dive in. We're going to open up the problem. You said something earlier that really uh, you know intrigued me and, and along the lines of this, unless you know the one thing you're great at, like your superpower and you're better than anybody else, you become a commodity, right? And, and that's why it's so important to own that thing and own who you are and, and find your passion early. Otherwise, if you're a commodity, you can't command a premium price and you can't differentiate yourself from other people. And I think people struggle in that area. And, and largely it's, you know, the confidence in themselves to be able to rock that superpower. And they're going to feel it in the enrollments. They're going to feel it in their wallets if they don't find that superpower, that one thing. Right. I mean, absolutely. I, I think that if you want to be a gym owner who's consistently pulling, let's say $40,000 a month as a single gym owner, you're able to take 6K home in your pocket every single month. That lets you live the life that you really want, right? I think more than anything, it's really interesting because when we crunch the data, when we go back and we look at all the successful companies we've helped achieve a very similar result, what we found is they know a few things. Number one is they know, they know who exactly their client is. They know what that client wants, what their problem is, exactly the kind of things they're going through in terms of their life, and they know how they can help them with that. And so the second thing then is they know exactly how they serve them. You know, with, with a client, let's say that's, uh, experiencing, you know, they really want to lose weight, you know, you know exactly how to take them in and help them achieve that result. And then lastly, the thing that a lot of these successful gym owners know is they know exactly what their clients are going to get as soon as they join and how to move them up through their company so that they remain a client forever. And I think if you lack that clarity, you're going to really struggle and you might end up offering a lot of these different, you know, auxiliary or ancillary programs and really, it's going to cause a lot of problems in your company. You know, I know the first thing we were talking about, Chris, you know, you're kind of the operations guy. You know, every time I know I have these, these delusions of grandeur sometimes, these amazing things we could do in a company. And it's like, hold on there, Kyle, let's pump the brakes. Let's talk about what it's actually going to take to unroll something like that. So I don't know if you want to bring anyone up to speed on, on what that might look like and why it can be such a headache. Yeah, I think this, in, in many ways, there's like a romance around uh, creating ideas. And there's an under 
estimation or unrealistic expectation of what it takes to actually create, organize, and run these programs long-term. And I listen to so many people with amazing ideas and I see the passion inside of them. I see them get fired up and, and more so fired up about the idea than actually running the company because many of the ideas come from because they don't want to deal with the, the, the core of the company. And what's fascinating is, you know, the handstand programs, you know, I want to tackle personal training. I want to tackle nutrition. I want to go online. Like all of these things, they're real profit centers or, or revenue creators. But for those of you out there that have not developed your core, have not developed your, um, your program that is going to build the foundation of your business, they're just distractions. And that it's a romance is what I'm saying that gets you excited and wrapped up in this. And it's, it ends up being a distraction. It's an operational nightmare because we promised the world, right, Kyle? We've just talked about this where pretty soon we're in overhead and feeling overwhelmed because you can't keep up with the level of service, right? I'm sure you hear this all the time from people. Absolutely. And so, you know, and hey, I'll tell you what, I've been guilty of this. You know, over the last 10 years, we ran many what I would call auxiliary programs that were a complement to things that our members wanted, not right. things that we actually were necessarily the best at. We could do really well, but it wasn't the thing that got me out of bed every day. It wasn't the reason I was showing up at four in the morning, unlocking the door and, and being excited to coach people. It was just, it was something I was really good at, but it didn't light up inside of me. And so, you know, we saw there was a need there. I mean, and, and we offered a program. And at the end of the day, it's like you are still tasked if you've made a promise to somebody and there's been that transaction, right? You are tasked with delivering them a result. Otherwise, you're unethical, right? And you're, <laughs> so it's like, we have to deliver that result. And like you're saying, the operational bandwidth it takes as a sole owner just to run a single program is it can be exhaustive. If you don't have the right systems in place, you know, it can feel very reactive. It can feel very crisis mode that uh, if you, if you like to think about, you know, how to do work every day, it's that quadrant one, right? Re having to put out fires, always reaching back. Hey, where was that member today? They didn't show up. We got to make these phone calls. And what ends up happening is as you stack programs on top of programs, it's like, you not only have one group of people, but now you have a subsection of people to take care of in that core group. And all of a sudden, you know, your lunch hours taken up before classes, after classes, there's always an email coming in. Hey, I missed, you know, that day last week. Can I, can I come in and do it during the class time? And all of a sudden you have all of these kind of spider web issues that come out when you're trying to run this auxiliary style program. And, you know, what we haven't even touched on is what's it really doing for the company, right? Is it really winning in terms of supporting you as a business owner? And so just from a daily workload and a weekly and a monthly workload, it, it can create a lot of burnout very quickly if it's not managed in the right way. So I know that that's kind of where it goes. Um, the other thing is if you fail to hold those people accountable, if you fail to deliver them a result because you're human, you got tired, you didn't have the systems in place because you know you got excited on the front end when that enthusiasm ran out uh, and you didn't feel like putting in some of the work on the back end, some of the members could feel it and they sensed it, they didn't get the result. Well, now the big, you know, that, that big word that we were talking about earlier, your reputation is on the line. And that's one of those things where if you're gonna, 
you know, if you're going to go out and say into the marketplace, hey, we're going to do this, we're going to deliver it to you, you really want to be concerned with delivering on that, especially consistently, because I think, again, the best businesses, they're able to consistently deliver at a very high level and experience for their client the results that they promise. And so that's kind of one of the issues that we've seen is these, these owners are taking these programs, they're running with them on the front end with enthusiasm. When the steam runs out, they're left kind of, you know, getting beaten up in the marketplace with Facebook reviews and, and you know, people just will talk. So that's kind of the, the fallout there, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and guys, I want you to know, really, like everyone goes through these growth stages and I'm, I'm not perfect. You know, we've been doing this over a decade. And I've made plenty of mistakes. That's often why I can talk to you so, you know, openly about the successes we've had is because we've had all equal amount of failures and, and you learn from those. And my goal and what I want from, you know, these uh, sessions with you and Kyle too, is to learn from them. And uh, it can be as small as stretching your schedule too quickly and killing all your bandwidth when you could have used that to, you know, refine your core or dedicate towards promoting. Like there's so many ways to find efficiencies and get those back, but know that you can retract. You can make some bad decisions and have to pull back. It doesn't always mean that like you've made the decision, it's final, and now you got to grow into this. Sometimes it does require you to kind of circle back around and say, what am I phenomenal at? What would allow me to work with these ideal clients that I love to work with instead of, you know, reaching for these little subsets and trying to appeal to everyone? Because that will burn you out long term. And, and that's, you know, a lot of the calls that we're talking with is people have overstretched themselves to the point where they're struggling to be that expert and to provide a really effective and fast solution for people that are in pain that want to lose, you know, weight or body fat, or, you know, just feel healthy. And it becomes really difficult because they require nurture. They require attention. And if you're trying to serve everyone, you're serving no one, you know, and we're, we try to lend to the subscription of mastery um, over so many options or focus versus having a lot of variety. Uh, Kyle, I see you shaking head. You want to hop in there? No, I couldn't agree more. It's, you know, it's one of those things, mastery, right? And I think what you have to understand and what's counterintuitive, because in business, we want to go fast. In business, we want to treat our monthly revenue like a speedometer, not an odometer, right? We want to be able to feel like we can push on that gas pedal and we can create change in the world in a positive way. And we get paid at a profit for it, right? Because we're doing real world good. And what you have to understand is that as soon as you are, like you're saying, Chris, as soon as you take that route of opening and wedging another thing into that thing that you already do, if you do that two times, three times, four times, every time you do that, you're dividing that mastery. And so it's kind of like you become the crossfitter of the business world, right? A jack of all trades, so to speak, which now that can serve you well in some respects. Okay. And we'll leave that talk for another day. But in terms of charging a premium price, to the market because you are a master of what you do and able to deliver a result, every time you open up one of those wedges, you are now diluting that to the point that you are no longer an expert. And you have to understand that the marketplace is extremely noisy. There are, there are small gyms opening up every day, mostly in, in every city in America. There are uh, giant chains that 
as F45, Orange Theory. I mean, you guys have heard of all of them, right? And then you have the hybrid ones, like the Pilates fit kind of stuff, right? All of these things are diluting the market. And you have to understand that for you to stand out, you have to be crystal clear on your message. And you have to be able to say it again and again and again and again without wedging in anything else. And so as soon as you start opening up these new avenues, you no longer become an expert. And if you are not an expert, you have zero leverage in the market to charge a premium price. Because if you aren't a master, then you look like everybody else. And they are simply going to put their dollars into things that excite them, not that actually solve their problems. And that's a key distinction that I think a lot of business owners fail to think about when one of their members comes up to them or two or three or 10 and say, hey, we want an Oli program. Or, hey, we want to do, you know, a powerlifting club. Great. And there's nothing wrong with weightlifting. There's nothing wrong with powerlifting. You know, and sometimes you might just have to go back to the drawing board if this is really meaningful to you and what you actually do best. Can you leave it into your core program? But as soon as you start diluting that, you lose your ability to be an expert. And so you lose that ability to command a premium price as well. I think, uh, I mean, you bring up a good point where I've seen in many cases where those are, if we treated a lot of those conversations and uh, inquisitive questions from members as actual questions or, um, you know, suggestions instead of like, oh, I need to go do that to keep that person happy. Things would be a lot better off in your world because you can find ways to educate someone on an article or find a better way to incorporate that skill into class. And those things scale, those things uh, stay with your core that you're already doing. But to go out and build a whole new program or, uh, you know, buy equipment or go down the road of, you know, teaching staff, like that's a massive amount of work, guys. And what I want for you is lifestyle. I want personal incomes to go up. And in order to do that, yes, you have to be a master. It does not mean that you're not skilled in those other areas or have an interest but we really have to get down to the bottom of who's our core client. What's that end result that we're you know, providing for them. And that is home. That's the place that we're trying to get um, super competitive in and no one does better than you. So I want you to think really hard guys about what is, you know, your passion, what is your superpower out there? And that's the line you got to walk and you got to really question, you know, the things that you're starting, does it help contribute to making you better or more efficient in that area? And if not, you're going to feel that down the road, whether it's your time or your wallet. And uh, those things are hard things to experience because it might be uh, situations where they're not so easy to back out of. You might have made promises, like Kyle was saying, or you might have made investments in rents and, uh, you know, uh, long term things. So uh, that's one of the things, Kyle, I think where consulting and business coaching plays a great role of being a soundboard, being a perspective and lending that guidance to you know people that are thinking about doing this or have an idea and you get that opportunity to push back and challenge in a healthy way and that's what i love about what we do and uh you know for those of you guys out there you know still trying to nail down your your program i think it's really important that you take that time to do it and you really start searching for why did you get into this you know was it truly to take your business online was it truly to do you know, personal training, if you love group training, you know, we've got to get back to the why, like, why did you start? And if you can focus on that, I think you'll find that a lot of the other stuff pushing up against you or overwhelming you is just noise. So, uh, 
Kyle, anything else you wanted to uh, say on this topic? I know we wanted to keep it tight today and uh, give these guys a clear message. Uh, before you dive in, though, I'd love to get some comments below if you guys are struggling with this or, you know, uh, have some insight that you want us to, to work on, um, you know, on this call, just comment below. Uh, go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, no, please do comment. Please ask any questions because this is stuff that obviously Chris and I are really passionate about and helping gym owners kind of overcome. And a lot of it is just perspective. You know, you, we used to see it one way. I used to see it one way. Hey, if I can just offer more stuff, then I'm going to be able to help these people really, you know, stay here forever. But what ended up happening, and you have to look at this in terms of like, what are we really building? Well, we're building community, right? We're building a culture within these little gyms. And, you know, a lot of companies that go down this road, they don't realize that this is actually a fatal flaw for their culture in terms of think about for just one second, take a moment to think about what is the difference between the type of person who comes in, maybe a mom of two, right, who's looking to use your program to lose some fat and feel healthy again on a three day a week training program versus someone who might be attracted to your to your business because you offer a powerlifting program, right? It's gonna create completely different magnets for these types of people. And when they come in, you're not gonna have that synergy. You're not gonna have that camaraderie that's built when people are following a single program. And so what can happen is you may be running this and it's kind of one of those insidious things where all of a sudden it's like you got away with it. You ran one program, you ran another program and like a year goes by and you have all these different people in the program and everything at the topical level looks like it's going really well. But then maybe a year or two in, all of a sudden you realize that you have people that actually don't interact. You have these like sort of subset clicks. It's almost like high school where there's, you know, you have your power lifters, you have your Olympic weightlifters, and they're all talking crap about each other. And you realize in a moment that you have completely lost control of your culture and your company, and you no longer have the ability to influence everybody in your program. And that's when it gets really scary because now you feel completely out of control. You have no way, you don't know how to talk to people on where they're at in their journey in terms of getting them to motivate to stay. They have different issues that you can't solve because again, it's outside of your power base as what you do best as a coach. And all of these things can happen just from not realizing that setting up these auxiliary programs are really a fatal flaw for your culture overall. And so really what you want to think about you know, you want to get to a point where you can quickly and easily engage your community, get them inspired and get them back on track. But if you have all these things, you're not going to be able to do that. And so that's one of the things that I know, Chris, you're, you're mentioning is like, this is what we help do is we get you clarity on exactly who you are, who that client is that you serve and exactly how you can serve them in a way that they love you forever and they want to stay with you forever and bring all their friends. And that's really what we're all about. Yep. I want to, I want to close this up, Kyle, and, and we'll kind of knock it down like this where uh, if you have not, you know, completely solidified that strength in that core program with one or two programs that you know you, you know, can deliver that result every single time efficiently, effortlessly almost, uh, then you've got some work to do to build your foundation inside your business. And going after these auxiliary programs or upsells is purely a distraction. For those of you guys have done that, it possibly could be a good a good outlet to go revenue. But I'm talking to you guys out there that are really struggling with this. You got to cut the excess out, focus on your core and build your foundation. And that's how you're going to elevate your business. So if you guys want help out there building a profitable business without losing, you know, focus on your passion, let's hop on a call. Kyle will talk some strategy, give you some long-term perspective and really get you back on track. Uh, Kyle, uh, how do they reach out to you and uh, hop on a call? 
Absolutely. Guys, if you're, maybe this is you right now, maybe you're in your business today and you're running an auxiliary program and maybe you've upsold it for 20 bucks and you realize you're three weeks into a 12 week program that you have, you are running around with your head cut off and you didn't actually charge enough to be able to hire someone else to help you with this. And you don't see an end in sight Then I want to go ahead and invite you to book a call. So you can go to factoryforge.com forward slash talk. That's factoryforge.com forward slash T-A-L-K. And I want you to book a 45 minute breakthrough session with me. Now, what we're going to do on that call is we're going to have an honest conversation. That's all it is. I want to get on the phone. I want to take a look at your business. I want to comb through it with a fine tooth comb, but we're going to be really honest. We're going to look at exactly where you are today, exactly where you want to be a year from now, and the exact steps that you need to take to get you there. And if we can be a bridge in helping you close that gap, we'll show you how. If not, we'll get you somebody that can. But if you do not have that clarity on those three key pieces that we talked about in terms of your client, how you serve them and how to keep them forever, then you're always going to be stuck treading water, wondering if there is an end in sight. And I want to let you know there is, and the way to get there is through that call. So factoryforge.com forward slash talk, go ahead and book now. We only have a few spots each day because it's just me doing the calls, but please get in there. And I'd love to have a conversation, really help you get that clarity. Cool. All right. Thanks for tuning in guys. Thank you, Kyle. And, uh, We'll talk soon. All right. See you guys. See you guys. Hey, Chris Lordyke here. If you want to learn how to grow your company and don't want to do it alone, head on over to factoryforge.com forward slash talk. Watch our free training. You'll learn what separates the ultra successful coaching businesses from the rest. You'll learn how to generate more profit in your business on demand with predictability month after month. We'll even teach you how to increase your prices so that you can back it up and feel confident about moving forward. You'll learn how to simplify your services without giving up revenue or adding additional overhead. Remember, growing your business doesn't happen on its own. It takes someone who's been there to guide you through it. Head on over to factoryforge.com forward slash talk, watch our free training, and then schedule a call to talk more about how we can help you grow your company.